Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, how are my levels looking over there? How oh, your levels looking? are good, bro. They're looking good. Great. Levels are good. Uh, yeah. Well, how are your nog levels? Have you had any <laughs> nog yet? Uh, no nog yet. Uh, holding out for the nog. Um, slow moving into the nog, not always nogging it up. You know, I wanted to get my blood panel back, uh, from my doctor visit before I decided how hard I could nog right. this season. Um, I, no news is good news usually, right? They call you yeah. if something, so I think I'm, I'm nog, I'm cleared for nog. Cleared for nog? You're like, you're, you're, you're a green light on the nog scale? I think so. Yeah. And like, like the full force kind, like full frontal nog. Uh You know what I'm saying? uh Like Uh no, no silk nog, no almond nog, no coconut milk nog, like full eggs and buttercream. Just real hard stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm into it. I'm into it. Welcome to Cyber Podcast. Uh, I'm your host and uh, Nog fan, Andrea Wallace. Oh, yeah. And I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. I think my blood pressure is looking good. <laughs> uh, and you guys, welcome to Cyber Podcast. Did I say that already? We might have. Today's been a day. It really has. <laughs> Regardless, wait. We both got our wigs tightened. Yeah, it's we, really, uh, yeah. It's a wig tightening day. It's one of those days that you have a day off, and then uh, at least I had a day off today, and then I was like, I have a million things to do. The off day suddenly, you're like, I'm working harder than I would on a work day, but that's that's how it goes. Um, I learned a lot about Twitch, wow. the Twitch platform today. Which um, heads up, guys. I think Andrew and I should move over there and uh, do We're some live podcasting. The Twitch. I think I'm I'm ready to tease. You know what? You wish it into existence. Officially, consider yourselves. I think a as, teased. as our past guest Jaloid Spencer said, you claim it. You claim that shit. Yeah. So, Let's say it. We're going to get big we're on gonna, Twitch. We're twitching. We're going to get Twitch. I like that. I think Sidework and One Star Podcast Network as a whole yeah. probably has a future on Twitch. Um, Much better than the eye Twitch that I had for like a week and a half that fi- finally went away. I was like, yeah, we I do- don't know why it's happening. I mean, I know it's like stress or maybe you're drinking too much caffeine. And I was like, I feel like I've done all the things to like push this out of my body. But for a good week and a half, like my left eye was just like twitching all day. It gets strained, stress. It can be vitamin deficiency sometime, mm-hmm. which will cause it. And you might have a cacophony of all three happening. <laughs> it's true. I might have a hot storm uh, in my body causing nothing but eye twitches. Yeah. Which is no fun. But we still got merch no matter what. Eye twitches or not. We got some lovely merch just in time for the holiday season. Y'all, um, 
I would get going on that if I were you. If you wanted to ship in time. Yeah, there are I delays. There are delays. You know, we had planned to send it via cargo ship. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. No matter what we do, we intend for our merchandise to be delivered via cargo and cargo container. And those aren't, they're not doing well historically this year. Um, no, but really, I think this might be pretty, we're getting close to the date where I, if you wanted to give it as a gift for someone, probably getting close to where we can uh, mail it to you by good old December 25th. If not, you know, gifts can come whenever. Yeah. No big deal. Just in, if you're Who that kind Christmas of. Christmas to give a gift? I know. Look, when we're podcasting together, my dog is back in the room with us, just like the old days. Winnie's so happy. She's like, I remember these smells. She's like, I, I remember lo- this. She's like, I love sitting on microphones and cords <laughs> and, <laughs> and knocking over your laptop. That's her true medium. Hi, Mama. Oh, now she's in the podcasting chair with me. It feels great. Um, but yeah, you guys check it out. We, you know, I I posted a little bit about our posters, so I will, uh, you know, have some. We'll have some Instagram posts uh, as to remind you about the deliciousness of our beautiful established in eighty sixth t shirts. I did get a request personally for one to send as a gift, so that that's something. I wore mine the other day and got like tons of compliments. Really, I'm just gonna say. How it cute. It makes like, it's a curvy situation. Like it makes you it, look real cool. Yes. Okay. Wait, here's, here's a testament to it. When you got curves, sometimes you're like, Ooh, really? A ringer t-shirt, a ringer yeah, t-shirt? Yeah. No bueno. No, no. This one is. It si just, bueno. it like hugs it all the right mm-hmm. places. As someone who, like Brooke said, I am, I am that person she speaks of. I've always been like, oh. I look like a fat camp attendee. Um, and this <laughs> I do not. <laughs> Listen, I'm in the, I've got like, I got jugs, honey. And so Uh t-shirts in general are usually like, do I want to look like I'm made of nothing but jugs? Right. Or is this nothing but jugs? Brooke Van Poplin. (laughs) Or is this going to accentuate that, but then also maybe tuck in where I, where I do have a waist, goddammit, as do you. Uh, Yes, it's very true. Um, So buy some merch today, won't ya? Okay. Let's jump into some headlines. Um, I have a couple uh, today. First one. Now, I was like, did we cover this topic before? I'm I'm blanking on it. No, it sounds like something we would talk about, but we have not. This is KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, bringing back, bringing back, which means it's existed for a minute. The 11 Herbs and Spices Fire Log. Like a Yule Log. Like a Yule Log for the holiday season now. It is specifically the Envirolog, which is your they, jam. I almost I almost called it out earlier to be like, you know that's my log. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, that's my log. Girl, that's my log I burn. <laughs> um, I, first of all, may I do product? Okay, listen, sponsors in 2022, claim it. <laughs> claim Enviro- it. En- Say it out loud. Make it your own. Envirolog, do a paid partnership with Sidework Podcast. I do love them. You know, listen. Fresh cut chopped wood. Andrea doesn't mean fire pit. I've done it that way too. Mm-hmm. You smell like mm-hmm. a goddamn wildfire. A whole damn juniper tree got knocked over in the windstorm two weeks ago. Oh, and wow. they cut all the wood up and was like, take as much as you want. Oh, that's Brian Lucas loaded up the Prius three times. I think the spirit of his father, R.A.P. Gary Lucas, invoked him. Wow. And he was like, must pile up Dude. wood for winter. It truly like must take free wood. Um, 
Listen, I like free wood. I'll take it. Uh, but the Enviro log for someone looking for um, a cleaner, yeah. less stinky, less burn. not so smoky. It's somehow it's made out of recycled materials that don't harm you. Like mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like plastic and metal <laughs> that you're burning, but it's it's more like paper, uh, some other like cork yeah, boards, maybe sawdust, yeah, goofy shit like that. But I do love the Envirolog. I stand by them, and now they have partnered with KFC. Now they have sprinkled on eleven herbs and spices. A secret herbs and spices. You still won't know what's going to go on those. So what uh, you're saying is, when I burn this in my backyard it's fire pit, smell like Kentucky Fried Chicken, a bucket of fried chicken. Correct. That's wild and i'm getting one totally wild <laughs> i might have already bought us each one that might there might already be absolutely let me know if you did so way. that i can yeah, i did there's one coming your yes! way so don't worry about it okay this will be an ongoing process through the holiday season we'll have to check in and let everybody know well some fire logs we should absolutely like. do a quick stream or at least a photo or video when we are sitting around the bucket of KFC chicken. Yeah. Uh burning in the backyard. Um and apparently if you buy one, I know I shouldn't I should gift I them. can't believe I'm advertising this, but if you buy one on Walmart, you like get entered in a contest and you could win a once in a lifetime KFC themed vacation. <laughs> I don't know. I just need a vacation. I don't care if it's KFC. Yeah, you can go to the KFC Fire Log Cabin and featuring four bedrooms, multiple open living spaces, a theater room, and a built-in bar. I mean, guys, get this on sounds it. like a regular cabin to me, unless everything is made out of drumsticks. That I mean, or like if you can like, you know, uh, everything is edible somehow, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which I'd be, I'd be like, ooh, like a fucking mattress made out of mashed potatoes. I would not be against that. I mean, this is on par with like Brian sent me a photo of like a photo of fried chicken crocs. And then what are the what are the you know gibbets. about crocs? Gibbets. You decorate and them with were, gibbets. There were fried chicken gibbets of like fried chicken that you like stick on top of it. And then that's what people are doing to their feet these days. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, at some point we should make like a side work gibbet because chefs and restaurant staff do wear Crocs. Uh-huh. And I think that's a next version of merch. Say it out loud to the universe. Gibbets. Gib- side work podcast gibbets for Crocs. <laughs> Three years ago, that would just sound like alien speak. Um, <laughs> but remember. and Sidewalk right. gibbets. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I had to do it for myself to see. Say what? How Make alien? Gibbets for sidewalk crocs. Gibbets, 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 gibbets. Yeah, it's that's what they would just say over and over again to themselves. Next headline. Here we go. This uh, one. This uh, one was like, watch out, America. <laughs> <laughs> the best bars in the world list at 2021 has been revealed. Um, and turns out we're not the best. <laughs> America's not the best. Newsflash. Uh-oh. I think that can, you know, I don't think it's a huge a surprise. Um, Europe definitely is leading, Spain leading in Europe with the best bars. Um, some really fun ones here. I don't like getting into them. I mean, it's all Barcelona, well, London, Mexico City, Buenos yes. Aires. There is one in the United, no, two in the United States, um, Cafe La Trova in Miami, and then Dante in New York City. Do you I know, know Dante. That's where that's where our guest worked. Oh fuck! That's that's always My Victoria's. Brain. Okay, our our guest who's coming up in just a few minutes. That's her bar. Of that course, she it is. is. So while she personally, you know, 
is so embarrassed to admit that she herself has never personally been awarded best bartender in the world, which, okay, that's a lot of people who have not won that award. Um, She has been a part of two rounds of winning best bar in the world because she's Dante's staff. Isn't that crazy? It's totally crazy. And I don't even know why it didn't sink in because that's me and that's how Andrea's brain works. Well, it's all very kismet. But the the thing is, um, it's been two years in a row, though, that the crazy London bar has won first place from what I was reading um, called like the Caton. Like oh, this, the Cotton Knot Bar. Yes. The Cotton Knot Bar. Cannot Bar. Is that how you say it? That has yet. I cannot say it correctly. It's not uh, been unseated in the two years now. It's like to win best bar in the world two years in a row, number one, like that's pretty fucking baller and it makes me want to take a trip. Yeah, I I do think it's got to be like, I mean, you have to be dressed to the fucking nines at a place like this, I would imagine. And yeah. Things report. I'm, I want to. You can't wear like, your Crocs. You can't no, wear your KFC Crocs. Well, as the- an employee, I would imagine you have okay. to be. Unless they have a for specific uh, gibbets uh, themed night. <laughs> uh, gibbets and gin. Gin and gibbets. Gibbets cocktail evening. Um, for I, sure. Okay, so sidebar real quick. You know I'm like really struggling to figure out if I even give a shit about ever returning to comedy or producing a show or whatever. Immediately, my brain gets happy when I think of if I produce a show, I like to make people do things. And if it was like a Crocs only show (laughs) where for free admission or to attend at all, everyone in the crowd needs to be wearing Crocs. Absolutely. And that's the only way I'll perform. What a Croc comedy show. (laughs) Totally. Uh, You heard it here first. Um, I also think that Gibbets is a great name for like a bartender. Don't you think? Gibbets. And because it also sounds like that word we love, riblets, which we discussed. We do love Gibbets and riblets. There's a lot of kismet, giblet, riblet talk going on. Um, you know, I did get my passport renewed. It came nice. in the mail and I just, I'm going to dream about going to all these top bars in, in the world, uh, for sure. But what was the takeaway that America, we better get it together. Yeah. You better get our shit together. We only got two mentions within the top 30 of the of yeah. 50 named worldwide. Dante and then a, and then a bar in So two, yeah, two, Miami. two mentions. Oh no, no, no. Overall? I was wrong. There's oh, okay. a third. Uh, Cantana Kitten in New York City. Um, yeah, that's all I'm seeing. Oh God, there's a bar called Two Schmucks in Barcelona. Barcelona. Um, that I want to go to as well. Yeah, I want to go to all the places. I just miss traveling a whole lot, and I think that that's what this list makes me wonder about. But um, yeah, I I was able to Facetime with you know I have family in the Netherlands. We like found family uh, on my dad's side like late in life which were very distantly related but they want to have a relationship with their American bloodline and we really like them and and it's it's just it's a funny long story where basically like my second or third cousin I guess on the Van Poplin side Bart like he's a world traveler and he and his family they like they were in New York City looked me up because they're like she is our relative and was like let's see her do comedy and like showed up out of the blue and because my my dad famously has no siblings his parents have been dead for a really long time like the van poplin bloodline in america mm-hmm. is very diminished it's mm-hmm. gone mm-hmm. it's me and i'm not it's having dwight. any kids it's dwight up it's very dwight <laughs> um and to have actual homeland 
family uh, show up and rep and be like, we're interested in you. We accept and love you. We are family, you know? And then I kind of pass this info on to my father. We did deeper research. We connected everyone. So then my mom and dad, like on one of their Europe trips, like went out of their way to then meet the extended family. My dad and his like, second cousins removed they are fucking twins wow our bloodline I is crazy when they were sending me pictures i was on the fucking floor i, I love that's like a i this that's like the that's like a parent trap situation that's like a i, I well like a hans christian anderson i don't well, know you were and like it's, you and it's such a big deal because my 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 dad doesn't have family and to late in life meet people who are like oh my god you look like, like me van poplin family you look like me it's it's very sweet and cute and the fact that late in life we are cultivating you know cultural sort of like uh just like let's it doesn't matter how far on the family tree we are actually removed the point is we are fostering relationship which feels really great and that was a long story short to be like we were like let's come to the netherlands asap <laughs> like travel bans are all in place again for yeah. a little bit so the, the goal is i think by the by the spring yes we absolutely want to go see the van poplins i love it in den Bosch. in den Bosch. um i can't wait for it what a fun little i don't know cozy holiday right? like story to hear um you guys we're not doing server submitted stories this week we're going to take just a little break um we have a few but of course we always need more of those server submitted stories yes uh holiday season is a uh, upon us so if you have anything fun to send our way holiday like, related or not yeah like a ha ha horror story <laughs> from the holidays <laughs> a good heartwarming story what's going on currently you know have you blown your brains out listening to only Christmas music absolutely at, at work is Omicron like inhibiting your job right now are people are you not as busy as you thought you were gonna be or how about this if like the idea of writing an entire story is daunting like just check in with us we love to you know read anything that's like a comment like a tweet type thing just anything you want to share you do not have to commit yourself yeah, to like hit us up send us a creative voicemail. writing we'll, we'll play your voicemail on air yeah you know? someone was trying to send us a voicemail yeah, call and it in. didn't come through I was like do it I was like can you keep your story to one to two minutes and then she was like oh I don't know <laughs> so that didn't send a voicemail but yeah guys we want to hear from you this time of year especially we adore you get some stories in before the end of the year uh, and send them either via DM or to sideworkpod at gmail.com. Awesome. Um, and right now we are going to get in. We had some really fun chats with Victoria Canty, like we were talking about before. Uh, and we're going to dive in and chat all things punch. Punch. Holiday punch. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. We have such a fantastic holiday special treat and guest. Um, she's already been on the show previously. Yeah. 
What's talking up? about. I'm back. Yeah. There she is. She's already talking. She is. Oh my God. Please welcome back Victoria Canty. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi, Victoria. It's so great to be here. Yeah, you were on uh, during the spring when we were talking about, you know, becoming like a brand ambassador, a beverage rep, an ambassador for. Because you yourself yeah. are an ambassador. She's a duchess of drink. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did I say the joke about how I have my own license plate in the last episode? No, I don't oh, remember. No. Let's do. Yeah, do I have. Tell I mean, us. it's just that's the joke is that I'm an ambassador. So I get like a fancy license plate uh, and I can park yeah. wherever I want. It's like, I don't. is it like, is it like getting a pink Cadillac if you sell enough Mary Kay? Is it the same sketch? I don't know. I think it's better. <laughs> <laughs> well, to remind you, Victoria works with lo-fi aperitifs, which if you haven't noticed, we've been, um, there's going to be a little more appearances of lo-fi aperitif going on on the podcast for the next couple episodes because we've partnered with them. They're a brand we believe in. We love their product. Victoria's our friend. It was just a natural Very mashup natural. that Very was going to happen. And we're having a whole lot of fun testing out drink recipes. Um, and, and we're just we're really happy to be chatting about it today. And, you know, uh, I want to say uh, we're all sitting in the same room together. It's so <laughs> nice. We are boosted. I'm like giddy are about boxed. it. We are boosted <laughs> AF. I'm like podcasting once again from a big comfy, comfy chair. It feels so great to have yeah. everyone. Yeah. yeah, you're just you're just leaning on the lambskin, your old sheepskin, right behind you. It's, oh, yeah, I I could reach out and touch someone right now if I wanted to. That's all oh, I'm saying. Oh, they're touching. <laughs> if my name was Faith, you could be like, uh, I reached out and touched Faith. Yes, but exactly. Anyway. Um, but today, you know, Victoria, we wanted to chat with you about um some really fun holiday punch history and like making punches during the holiday season. There's so many options out there. There's Chilled punch, milk punch, mold wine, hot wine, sludge is a new <laughs> term. It's a new one to me. Yep. I mean, this is just punch really, I feel like this is the time of year for bartenders, mixologists to really go wild with what I consider to be um, delectable sort of indulgent ingredients that are a little bit extra. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Those wind drinks are allowed to be really extra. Yeah, totally. I I completely agree. I have a lot of decadent ingredients that I won't mention. Um, <laughs> they're slightly embarrassing, but I don't really care. I'm just not going to tell anybody. <laughs> I don't even know where you're going yeah, with this. Yeah, don't don't worry, you're doing. Don't worry, we're staying on track with lo-fi. You know, yeah, like girl, creamy, this is a no, like a judgment-free ingredient zone, like a creamy, jingly, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm not yeah. trying to tell everybody about it, but I like it on the side. Oh, you like the oh, I like, like the a, trashy stuff. Yeah, you were like, can I have a oh. chocolate martini? Could I have a chocolate yeah. situation? Got it. I was like, I do you have a cocaine problem? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Opposite. <laughs> Fasting to us right now. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to be so weird about it. I was like, you were being a little too subtle. Yeah. Um, when, when ambassadors are like real people too, I think is the segment. That we exactly. Go into. I know. You know what? There I got is caught the, with the white Russian in my hand. Exactly. Dude, white Russians are fucking delicious. Like that's yeah. the thing, and you can make refined different ones like that's the fun of the beauty of it I think is like being in the service industry is like you know what you like then you, you twist it you make yep. it better you know what I mean yeah it's like reverse diabetes or something yeah totally that's exactly it <laughs> you can say whatever you want <laughs> I know so I let, shouldn't have that on um, the record <laughs> let's 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 start let's get this like punch bowl filled if you will right what about the origins of punch you were talking you know the origins of punch yeah so I made this punch for us um which we'll probably talk about in a little bit but 
when we were talking about cocktails to do for this thing, I thought, oh, punches are so fun. They're so holiday inspired. But also, um, you know, punch is uh, it, the word punch comes from, I guess it's like a Sanskrit word, but mm-hmm. it's spelled P-A-A-N-S-C-H. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Punch. Mm-hmm. Fact check. Mm-hmm. Punch. Yes. Punch. Yeah. And it basically means five. Okay. So five is alluding to five flavor profiles that you would find in a punch in theory. So there's a lot of like twists and turns and paths that people take mm-hmm. with punch. But originally punch was sort of this, it's almost like tiki inspired stuff. I mean, not, not the era, but that's what people think of are those like spiced flavors, citrus, sweetness, all that kind of stuff. So, um, there is five, basically there's spirit, sugar, citrus, spice, and water. Nice. So it's, you know, it's, it's loose, but it's also a great roadmap to start with. Um, and so we, we worked on a really fun one that has all of those elements and more. And I think it's a really fun thing to do at the holidays because obviously spice is something that shows up a lot. I love it. Um, it just feels like such a hug for your insides. I love a punch. <laughs> it's, I really do love a punch. And what did we name our punch, guys? Oh, we uh, named it Jingle Juice. Duh. A little Hello. Jingle Juice. <laughs> See what happens when you put three smart babes together. <laughs> Jingle juice. Uh, after a little bit of punch has been consumed, we're like, jingle juice. Um, I did some research on punch as well. I want Ooh, you guys go. to oh, know. Extra credit for Andrea. The first known written reference to punch appeared in a letter sent on the 28th of September, 1632, uh, by this guy, Robert Adams, who was stationed in India and worked for the British East India Company. So it was definitely like... I think Link. that yeah, the, yeah, colonization equals punch apparently. Um, but but I think what happened was they had these spirits, and from what I understand, it's like they were kind of like, we don't we don't want this anymore. We want this to taste more like wine, and so they were kind of trying to make the spirits taste like wine again, mm-hmm. and like souring it up with fresh citrus that was available in India, and then you kind of go from there, and then this a punch sensation started from there you know because then you've got your citrus going into uh drinks in india to help protect from scurvy so i think it was just a natural way to ward off the elements and also party hardy (laughs) yeah and it's interesting you're talking about wine and things like that because lo-fi is essentially a fortified wine Mm -hmm. and some of that history is basically like wine infused with botanicals equals vermouth so just circling, doing full well, circle on like that flavor profile is kind of interesting. Which and you for didn't even me, know I was say that. because like <laughs> th- this is a learning learning moment for me as well. Because I'm sitting here going like, oh, what an interesting twist when you're telling me no, it's actually the origin, and a lot of these spirits kind of got away from it. Where lo-fi is bringing it back to where it, it's it's all the origin started. where it all started. Yeah, and it's a, it's yeah. a it's a funny thing because we are, but we aren't. So our thing is that we really love the, um, we love the origin story of vermouth. We love European stuff where they've like, you know, someone's got a key to some recipe in a cave and no one ever knows and all these things (laughs) like those folklore tales. And also, I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of, there's a lot of truth to it, but we like to be transparent and take all the idea of all of that. And we put a California twist on the whole thing. Yeah. So very, very California for us. Um, and it's sort of the new way of enjoying uh, that style of spirit with well, our California backyard. Cause prior to getting an education from you and lo-fi, <laughs> there's no world in which I would have just ever poured like vermouth on someone's bar right into a glass and think that that's good on its own. 
or a simple two ingredient drink. It would never cross my mind. And then suddenly you're introduced to these lovely lo-fi products where you're like, okay, not only can they not sit on your bar for 18 years, they need to be consumed (laughs) and refrigerated because they're like, they're so real fresh, fresh, amazing botanicals. Or keep them around and cook with them. Make those muscles. There we go. And even you going back to like your, you know, you love your chocolate martini. Like (laughs) it's the same kind of thing where it's like, yeah, I've made punches at home before, but it's always like use grenadine, use like orange Diabetes. Use, use all these things that are it's too sweet it's too much Mm-mm. and these keep it really light um i want you guys to know that there's a little more research and history oh, I did on punch and i just up. i just want to say this one thing that punch became the choice drink for english aristocrats for like hundreds of years to come after this and there's accounts of like punch bowls becoming basically like the fucking accessory to have i mean we all know well, what a nice punch bowl is like y- to have you know that you're a drink that holds some weight yeah. when everyone designs glassware around you, yeah. you know, yeah. or in this case, a bowl. Yeah, and you need a whole shelf to facilitate said bowl. And mm-hmm. which, by the way, Victoria ordered a gorgeous punch gorgeous. bowl that she's going to keep for all time. Yeah, it's amazing looking. It's a modern, it's a modern twist on one like lo-fi. So there's uh-huh. accounts of the rich, the very rich <laughs> in English rich commissioning punch bowls so large that three children could play in them at any <laughs> and did they time i mean that's just that that's, that's, that's how you mix punch that's how you mix the juices yep yeah you just punch. get those kids in there ro- wrestling around in the punch that's how the flavors uh, don't pee in the pool i i i went to melbourne once and uh there's an entire area in melbourne called punch lane and I don't know if there's any oh. historical significance, but I just felt like letting you all know I've traveled to Australia. I love, I love it. <laughs> so before we get into like other holiday drinks, whether they be milky or sludgy or hot or whatever, should we like quickly, we yes. want to quickly give us the rundown oh, you of guys this punch, know about the this jingle punch we juice, made? the old this, jingle juice. Listen, we, we went all out. There's like an accompanying video. We've really gone for it. We want you all to learn how to make this delicious yeah, jingle juice, visual, audio, like we've done all the all the <laughs> mediums to get it out there. We were stoked. That's and for we, sure. We absolutely got a little jingled. I had a, <laughs> I had a not awesome Friday the next day, but that's my fault. <laughs> food poisoning. Hadn't eaten much. Got jingled. Doesn't go with food poisoning. No, no, no. Nor does much in the punch <laughs> categories. No, you're, you're supposed to be sipping broth for eight days, and instead no. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm together with you guys. Let's eat some Thai food and and drink a fortified punch." Maybe you got rid of your scurvy that you didn't know you had. Oh, and just were left over, you know. Very true. I it's do a possibility. You never I, know. I come at alcohol from a, a medicinal standpoint. You guys, I was treating. The symptoms. You're in the yeah. last century. It was yeah. not indulging in beverage. Hibiscus okay? is very anti-inflammatory. You don't have yeah, to tell girl. me. You look great. Oh, All right. So t- tell us about this. Okay. Punch. So our jingle juice is um, pretty like California inspired. So we were just talking about lo-fi a little bit. Lo-fi is not to do the plug-in, but lo-fi is from California. Mm-hmm. We have California ingredients in there. It's all natural stuff. And so the way that I and I think the whole team at Lo-Fi likes to lean in is to make things that also taste all natural and really good. And if they're California inspired, it just like, you know, 
it leans in a little bit, which is great. And I, I mean, here we are, yeah. LA AF right here. So it worked. Um, and what I did with this one is I looked around and I was like, oh, why don't we use California sparkling wine, California winter citrus, things that are, you know, holiday esque, but not as intense as like a chocolate peppermint martini. Exactly. <laughs> right. Which but, there's a time and place for. Yes, yeah, of course. And if place. Brooke, I got to say, if Brooke can drink my punch on food poisoning vibes like that's pretty good sign <laughs> oh I, I was more than happy to please don't she do was wrong. Fine I'm gonna do my night. goddamn job <laughs> I'm being paid for this uh also you blew my mind when we were talking earlier that pineapple is a winter fruit. I was gonna bring that, Isn't that weird? it blew my mind too I was like looking around because I I wanted to use it, but I was trying to be really strategic about all my winter stuff. And I was like, winter fruits in California. What are they? And it was like pineapple. And wow. I was like, amazing. That's perfect. So I, who knew? We I just didn't always know. think of the tropics, but even mm -hmm. in the tropics, there is winter seasons. Yes. Yeah. So. I mean, oh. I don't know. I was surprised too. I mean, maybe it's just like an all year round thing. And every season they're like, oh my God, pineapple is this season too. Back in season. Who knew? <laughs> who knows? Well, I didn't, I love, didn't go that far. I, I love winter fruit and ham on my pizza <laughs> same. Same. <laughs> but I also have to add jalapenos or banana peppers I can't just have ham and pineapple together what about a gross maraschino cherry don't you mean Ooh. spring nightshades yeah uh, right. uh, can I just uh, winter citrus and spring nightshades on my pizza thank you thank you and what just, is inflammatory and, then, and what isn't? And then the uh, the person working the phone at Domino's just hangs up on you. Um. <laughs> and then it cuts to this, another sad night for Brooke on the couch because nobody understands no one, her. No. I wanted to watch my Domino's pizza tracker. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Um, jingle jangle juice I know. all the way. We're not oh even drinking boy. jingle juice right now, Renoi. but feels like it. This is pretty how how yeah that that's how I'm feeling. Um, pretty close to what we were doing the other night, giggling on the couch yeah. with the jingle juice. Um, but anyway, sorry, long winded run around to if you want I can talk to you a little bit about hey beat us to the, the punch, recipe okay? yeah, yeah. <laughs> no she didn't did you guys hear that did you hear that yeah. um all right fine I'll do it uh so basically this punch you'll see and ha you'll have a lot of information about this so I'm just going to kind of run through but it's pretty simple uh we are doing a whole bottle of lo-fi gentian amaro our amaro is pink it's really beautiful and really fun from hibiscus so a naturally pink thing happening there we have a little bit of grapefruit we have a little bit of ginger gentian is the bitter thing so it's mm -hmm. bittersweet um but it's really really mellow in terms of amaro so we get a whole bottle of that we're like balancing that out with winter pineapple <laughs> Uh, same, like same amount. So about 25 ounces of that, actually. Um, I threw in some sherry. So California does have sherry grapes, okay. but we're not allowed to call them that anymore. Oh, so it's kind of an interesting thing. So like we, uh, actually our lo-fi suite has California cream sherry in it. Okay. So okay. Sneaky. We had, we got grandfathered in because we still, we had grapes before they like made the rule that it could only come from Spain. Um, but California technically does have sherry. So even though this oh. one wasn't from here. What is it called here? Like Stephanie? I think it's actually called Mission Grapes. <laughs> oh, oh yes. Grapes? Okay. I'm sure of course, it's Mission Grapes. Which is like, yeah, like goes back. Yeah, they like. These are Debbie's. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Mission Grapes. But uh, Terry, have you, have you, have you tried the Terry? I'm on the spot. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so so there is Sherry here. And even though this is not from there, I took inspiration from that and used some Amontillado Sherry. Okay. Um, I did Meyer lemon juice because mm-hmm. Meyer lemons are all around it's, and they're great. And they're so heavenly. They are. They're so much sweeter than like the average lemon. But I do love a sour lemon and guy. The way they the way times. they flower because I, yeah. I God bless. I you know let's pour some out from my old Meyer lemon tree, in my old house. But Aww. just it also has a floral note to it. Totally. You know, it's, it's a really cool perfumey lemon. I love it. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good man, Charlie Brown. Peanuts Christmas plug in. Um, (laughs) So then we put some spice syrup in there. So I made some with cinnamon and cloves. But, you know, again, I think this is a road or like, you know, a starting point. It's a roadmap. You Mm -hmm. can take a scenic view if you want. So this is a simple syrup, what you're talking about. Yeah, simple syrup. So so if people aren't familiar and it's a very simple syrup, I think people get it. But like you walk us through what what it's like. So this one is um, essentially what I did was I boiled cinnamon sticks and cloves in Mm -hmm. water. So um, break them up. You can do you can get really technical about this. You don't have to do that, though. Um, I think if you're a bartender out there, you're going to know how to make this. So right. you do you on your spice journey. Yeah, do but, your little like, yeah, chemist Don't feel setup, scared. You know. um, I think the main thing uh, is to, if you have the time to let these things steep, like cinnamon and cloves, leave them in there. Like boil it up, leave them in there for a really long time. And I mean, you know, boiling for me, I did 20 minutes, but I also left them in there for like right. the whole day. Yeah. And then when it was time for me to make the sugar, I just like heated it back up again. I strained out the spices and then I put equal parts sugar in mm-hmm. with the water. Nice. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's a pretty simple. <laughs> Hello. Yes. It's a pretty simple, simple syrup. syrup. And it sounds like, oh my God, how do I do that? But it's, it's really, hard. yeah. And, and that is like, that is sort of like simple syrup 101 yeah mm-hmm. for most things you can you can kind of make simple syrup any flavor you want yeah. to. Any flavor. you just have to play with it it's like uh, tea like you would mm-hmm. you could steep you could even do a simple twist and put like a chai tea bag in there you know what i mean i love or maybe this. two like how much however whatever flavor you want to really burst in this right. simple syrup needs to go in the water and the sugar right. sort of like stabilizes the whole thing and makes it and I have done you know last year I, I did like a sour cherry simple syrup mm. and I did dried sour cherries and let it sit for days and days and then strain that yeah. great job um, there's a lot of simple syrup that gets made at my house because uh my husband Brian <laughs> who you guys all know likes to feed the hummingbirds and so he makes hummingbird food yeah, at, make- at least every other week hummingbird well, water is the cutest mm-hmm. thing exactly. I've ever mm-hmm. heard in my life yeah it's pretty darn cute you reminded me to fill my hummingbird feeder yeah oh my god that's so cute Okay, so then what happens after the oh, yeah, syrup? Like, where are we? Um, I know. I was like, we are, we're <laughs> keeping track. So then after all that, you, so you're going to put all that stuff in the punch okay. bowl. Okay. And so essentially, um, you want to make a big ice cube. You can put, if you don't have time for this or you can't do anything to like make it happen or you forget, you know, like that almost happened to me at our video shoot. Um, it takes a long time. So you're going to have to do it overnight. But you can use your ice at home. Like you can just put all the it's ice in It's not the end there. of the world. It's not the end of the world. It's going to dilute more and quicker, but who cares? Like that's fine. Yeah. Um, this is like this is like an ice iceberg dead ahead for your punch. Yeah, for right? sure. Okay. So what I say is grab whatever you've got cake pan wise. Mm-hmm. That's a great option. So probably like six to 10 inches wide. Like and like a round ring. one, like a pound yeah, cake or a pan. square. Okay, you know, square Whatever square. you're feeling, man. Yeah, you know, a I bunt, had a, a I was going to say there's heart-shaped cakes. There's oh. all kinds of, you could do a star, you could do whatever. You could do two of them if you wanted two different, like wow. a star and a heart or something. I don't know, maybe you have a Christmas tree. 
whatever it is. You will just put that water in the mold. And then what I like to do is make it fancy and put like cranberries and studded, you know, citrus and things like that in there. So you have this iconic ice cube sitting in there no matter what. Cool. That goes in. So then you're going to give it a big old stir and pour in your sparkling wine and pour in your sparkling water. So that's sort of like integrating, but it gives it like a bubbly, fizzy mm-hmm. moment. And then you just like layer that thing up with winter citrus. I did a bunch of wheels. We did blood oranges. We did regular oranges, tangerines, anything that was winter citrus. And granted, none of that was like, besides the Meyer lemons were in that punch, but it just adds infusion of like more citrus flavors totally. and without the actual juice. And it's pretty as hell. It's so it's cute. Eye-catching. <laughs> yeah. Like you wouldn't believe it like, was. Garnet people are going to flip their shit like, when you see you've made this. Yeah. And it's really good. I think it's really clean. There's a lot happening with pineapple and sherry. The Amaro gives this bittersweet and whole, like this pink thing with all these botanicals. And then who doesn't love like bubbles and lemon? You know, it's yeah, just kind of like always. a and staple. It's a, and it's a little sneaky. You mm-hmm. do get, I was <laughs> jingled. Yes. Yeah, I, I was pretty, I was, was still a little so jangled. giggly and losing yeah. my place. And I'm usually a fairly controlled, uh, you know, I, a person who knows when they've hit, you know, like their limit with their drink. And this was really new to me. And I was like, I feel stupid. Yeah. Um, but in a in a accepted and non-judgmental way. Oh, yeah. Okay. We had a lot of fun with it. It, it was, was so definitely fun. not a crossover punch. That's for sure. Ooh. You were just jingled. You were like yep. having a good old time. Exactly. Um. So before we... Hold on. Um, so that sounds amazing. And I want us to also talk a little bit more about some other holiday yeah. mixes, punches. Like, let's just talk about eggnog. <laughs> let's eggnog. Talk Are you a fan it. of eggnog? I mean, so this you weren't vegan for a bit. I was vegan. You were probably drinking all like the kind of sad. Like, well, I, oh, the I don't feel like there's that. No, I like the oat one. <laughs> oat, I, I could do. See. Oat, eggnog I could is see. definitely delicious. It is really that's like one of those really slutty things I was talking about that I'm like, I do like it though. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I don't really, it's kind of like, um, like I don't order fries at the table because I know I'll eat them. So mm-hmm. I don't buy it. Oh, it's, it's a, I wait till a certain day yeah. in the year in De- or well, a certain day in the month in December. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just sort of like, I can have this in the house for one week because yeah. I will put it in coffee. Yeah. I will just make a midday nog with some bourbon in it. Totally. Um, I just love nog. I love nog season. I love a nog too, but well, where do you hear this? <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So most people agree that eggnog originated from early medieval, um, an early medieval British drink called posset which was made with hot milk that was curdled with wine or ale and then flavored with spices so in the middle ages posset was used as a cold or flu remedy um so it was it was a very popular that's gonna be a no for me dog yeah right (laughs) love a good love a good curdled it reminds me of like you remember like the dumb shots you could do called the cement mixer yeah you put like baileys in 151 shake it up and it curdle in your mouth so it's like the brain one there was like like a brain shot too i go on my evil rip my day (laughs) (laughs) not not your mother's eggnog which typically does consist of i believe cinnamon Mm -hmm. obviously sugar Mm -hmm. milk eggs 
nutmeg, you know, and then with or without booze. But I think booze is the point. Like, I mean, yeah. if I'm going to drink all that, put rum in it, put whiskey in it. It would be really good with sweet vermouth, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. With our, with our sweet vermouth. Uh, we, our sweet vermouth is a little bit different. It's, it doesn't, it's not a red vermouth. It's just like, uh, it's got like all those spices in it, too. So it's a really good, you could even split it with rum. It's really fun. So then we're moving like kind of on from eggnog to like one of your favorites, which is milk punch, right? Oh, I love milk punch. Yeah, milk Ooh. punch is crazy, though, because... It's not what it sounds. It is what it sounds like, but it's not what it it's sounds like. It's a southern. Like. It's like a southern thing, right? Well, you, it's a clarified punch. I don't know if you knew that. No, nope. so it's clear. So oh. the milk gets. Speaking of curdled, the milk gets curdled by citrus. Like the curd gets separated from the whey, yeah. essentially. Yeah, and so you're left with the proteins in there, but the milk is like the textured milk is gone. It's you can clear. see my face right now. It's <laughs> me one, too. It's just confused. It's I'm pondering. Yeah, it's I'm you thinking. Right. Made this and served this so at a I, bar. It's funny. You would think that I would have made it, but I've never had. I personally have never had the opportunity to make milk punch with my own two hands. People have made it around me. We've made it at my bars, all that kind of stuff, but I've never done it. So I know that there's a couple ways of doing it. My friend Max that's at Gracias Madre is actually doing a vegan version where he's using coconut milk, which is really cool. Well, that sounds wonderful. you can do a lot with it, and there's several. You can heat it. You can. There's all kinds of things, but mainly it's curdling the milk with citrus to get out the, like, whey. So you make a posset, and then you separate the posset. (laughs) I mean, maybe, but there's (laughs) in your aunt dying from influenza, yeah, and you make her take a bath in it. Well, this one's, yeah, I don't know. This one doesn't feel like a salmonella bowl. That one definitely does. (laughs) But typically, what is a milk punch? What kind of booze would you add to it? Like rum. You can do a lot of things. You can do gin. You can do rum. um, But rum is kind of like I think where most people land. And you put anise. You put you put anise. You put cinnamon. You put like a lot of spices in it. There's obviously a citrus element. Sure. Uh, and then it turns it, there's a, there's a sugar part as well. Um, and that can be anything from like liqueurs to actual syrups. There's a lot of different. Um, and just all the warming spices you yeah. can get, which actually are great because they warm you up because if you guys didn't know and is. Uh, cinnamon, all these warming spices are actually creating blood flow and circulation. So, Girl, like, I've been they're, my, they're getting they're getting the heat coming in your body. I've been taking my turmeric, curcumin, <laughs> and black pepper capsules, uh-huh, uh-huh. and you know it reduces inflammation, makes you feel kind of warm and lovely inside. Yeah, and it gets uh, things, I always I always say it like, like it like pushes out the bad and brings in the good, right? Mm-hmm. On a detox level, but in this you're just bringing in num 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 all the nums. good num nums. Um. I love that. We should challenge ourselves to make a milk punch. I'm super interested. Yeah. And I mean, you could make, I guess you, it's funny. And now that I'm like, I feel like I need to backtrack a little bit because I guess you can make milk punch with milk, but most of it is clarified. Like if you go and you see it on a bar menu, it's not going to have milk in it. Like Like, if you're going to be that person about it, you need to clarify it. Yeah. Literally. (laughs) Let me clarify something for you. The milk punch. I mean, it's milk punch. Um, I mean, I've had milk punch only from like a friend who's from New Orleans and is like, this is what we drink. We eat like pralines she, and they we put drink like milk punch. Real milk in it? Yeah, oh, he wow. absolutely did. It was kind of just like, yep, a little bit of skim well, and some and some rums and some, you know. I mean, that's not too far off from our a white Russian, yeah, you know, family. Very much so, same fills. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite out of all your years bartending? Um, a favorite winter drink, whether it be like a hot drink or a Ooh. cold drink. 
Oh my gosh, that is so hard to answer. Um, I feel, I feel the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's start there. I think I just have to. So I, I'm like, we definitely put you on the spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, we can buy you some time. We can buy so you some time. There's also like hot and cold things. That's of like course. two things that I think I really like. Coquito. I don't know if you've ever had that. No, and I really like hot spiced things like mold wine mm-hmm. or hot toddies that kind of thing but i think that my i'm just like a really crazy for i'm really crazy for spiced things but i can't have them all year because then i won't like them anymore by december or november right so I or they don't they that. don't seem seasonal and special yeah so i think that that's kind of the thing i really love to lean into that stuff right at the end um so hot toddies that are like have a twist on them i think are great I think mold wine is obviously really great. And if you want to like amp it up, you can put spirits in there too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, lo-fi actually makes a really great mold wine. You can use a sweet or the Amaro because mm-hmm. they're wine based. Oh yeah. Uh, so that's pretty great. And then Coquito is really cool. It's just, it's like a Puerto Rican. It's kind of like eggnog, but Puerto Rican, but a Puerto Rican style. And it's um, coconut milk. I sure. would prefer that, honestly. Yeah, it's a lot thinner. Or even really like a nice. like a boozy warm horchata sounds like as you know if you're doing like that's a Mexican basically version. what it is. Oh hell yeah, um, it's pretty great. <laughs> um, sounds like a mudslide from TGI Fridays. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> so coquito is basically coconut nog. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't switching up my drinks there no. for a second in my brain. No, um, coquito is a Puerto Rican coconut nog. So that's like my vibe. What were you talking about? lighter style milks like sure. eggs eh. it's <laughs> like it's well you know but when co- someone a coconut is really great when there's like egg whites in a drink that's yeah phenomenal Fluff yeah up. right there's, but then but eggnog is the whole thing it's the whole guy it's a damn. whole thing it's a whole it's situation a whole thing. and it has a and it has a, a spicy cheeto dusted wing yeah that you that you <laughs> that's the new nog that's the Why new, are you new applebee's nog some, some applebee's cheeto dusted wing is that wing. a joke um, yeah, it's a huge joke. Well, the fact until that you put a floater of Mountain Dew on tap, then it's serious business. <laughs> you gave this girl some tickles dry cider, it. and she's out of her mind. Um, tickles your innards, as what they used to say about that. Ooh, it's so good, but it makes me think too. When we do go get a uh, tiki drink together, you turn me on to um, are they chichis? Yeah, yeah, chichis are like made with vodka instead of rum. Yeah, and you could be cream. like chichi. Do you yeah. love me? Yeah. Dying? Oh, yeah. Any drink thing about their boobs, I'm there for. I almost said, I was like, was that drink called a ta-ta? Yeah. I'm like, I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> chichi. Okay, chichi or cha-cha. Anyways. Uh, amazing. Well, Victoria, thank you so yes. much for stopping by and sharing the amazing lo-fi punch recipe with us. We hope we didn't overwhelm everybody <laughs> with our punch talk today. I know. And like, it's like, Santa is actually coming up to the driveway right now with my living Christmas tree that I rented. Amazing. It's so amazing. It's hilarious that we have to like cut the end of this podcast short yeah. because <laughs> Christmas is at your front door. It's a holiday miracle. Um, but you guys, please, really, um, Victoria, if you want to just end the podcast, letting people know where they can find Lo-Fi. Yeah. Share this with all your co-workers on your shift or all of your crazy family members by going to your local Whole Foods. 
<laughs> in uh, California, or you can uh, go to our website, lofiaperitifs.com, and look at uh, the zip code section. Put okay. that in there, and you'll be able to find stores. We have a lot of really awesome boutique stores around town that do delivery and things. It's, we, they have all the expressions, but um, follow us at Lofi Aperitifs on Instagram for all kinds of recipes. And of course, the side work one will be up really soon. Amazing. All right, you guys, until then, Godspeed, good tips, happy holidays, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.